Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. live from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. To Jeff Cameron Show on a Live Nations Friday. Great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. There's Director Matthew. We're all here. Gang's all here. Come on in. Let's have some fun. On Twitter, it's at J Cameron Show. And if you're watching, I uh, appreciate you doing that too on War Chant TV. Good to be with you. We did talk about it last hour and actually kind of in succession here. We've got uh, our thoughts on the players that uh, have gone the way of the portal. And uh, one of those, the latest uh, to do so, was uh, Duke Cooper and Bishop Thomas. I should bring up both of my guests. Uh, since we didn't <clears throat> talk about them too much last hour, we will, we will hear. Um, and Tom and I, this morning, recorded a video for each. Uh, that's on the website. We'll play it here this hour, uh, assessing that situation. Uh, it looks like uh, for now, uh, they've largely been out of the woods uh, as Florida State when it comes to uh, big-time losses. I don't, I don't consider Bush, Bishop Thomas a, a big loss at all, and uh, same for Duke Cooper. If Micah Pittman were healthy and, and fully able to, to play this year in a way that uh, was commiserate to what we saw a year ago, then I think you do miss him as a punt returner and you miss his toughness. I know he was a good teammate and a hard worker, um, I don't think he's a dynamic player. I don't think he's a game changer, but he would have aided your ability on special teams. And he does block. You know, he really does block and, and, and plays with an attitude. You always welcome that on your roster. So kind of looking at that on balance, uh, do they lose an elite difference maker? No. Do they lose a, a good football player who's tough? They do. They do. And uh, we went through all of that last hour. So if you missed our thoughts on Micah Pittman and whether or not he goes, we're still – remains to be seen. It seems like he's as good as gone. Um, but as far as the other guys go, you know, I, I think we should almost just jump right into it, Tom, so that way we can kind of react to that and then also talk about the draft and some other things here. Uh, but 
I think you want to start with Duke Cooper uh, since we had that news first and foremost, uh, and we didn't get a chance to uh, we didn't get a chance to go through. You want to wait until the next segment? Director has it, so if you want to do that now, we can. We are prepared. By the way, let me give you this because we don't touch on this in the in the discussion that we had, and I will get to that in just a minute. So, if you're Deion Sanders and your roster is, well, first of all, by choice, completely depleted, right? You don't have enough players, and you want to flip it, and you're going to do what he's doing, which is to drastically overhaul. I mean, drastically. You're taking a real risk. We'll see. This may fail miserably, may succeed. Time will tell. I've given my thoughts on Dion over the years, many years, many times. I'm not a fan. But I understand his situation, and I understand what he's trying to do. You're, you are, based on the videos we've seen and the play we've seen at Colorado, you are better off grabbing cast-offs that aren't going to play at Florida State or marginal talents at Florida State. Yeah, I don't have any resentment about that. It's less than ideal. But if you want to offer, you know, a Derek McClendon, let's say, well, you're better at Colorado. He, he, he might be the best player you have. It's a really good move for them. And Brendan Gantz, I think it's a great fit. That's a perfect fit. That kind of a situation yeah. would have been a situational and special yeah, teams player here. Yeah, he'll be a here. starter through and yeah. through there. Yeah. Good luck to him. Like, I hope that all works out, and I hope. Well, I hope it does for the kids. I don't care about Dion. I hope they lose every game. But I, sure. as far as, yeah. I'm talking about the kids in this particular circumstance. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, for Gantz, if you were going to leave for more opportunity, here it is. That checks the boxes at Colorado. McClendon the same. If you were going to leave for more opportunity, that checks the boxes. Now, if McLennan was trying to leave for more cash, I don't know about that. I don't know about well, that. Well, okay, so that's another side story. Like, yeah, he, he has to take a pay cut to go to Colorado. So that's, you know, that's what that's what allegedly I is would the think. case. Well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's not a great situation there. I mean, they're going to lose a ton of games. It's just outside of his inner circle, it feels like Dion is the type of guy who would offer barter and, like, free prime gear. The guys. No, I'm not kidding. Like there are certain dudes that you would think there's always a catch. It's like here's a bicycle. He's got the prime bikes that he that he rides around the coach's offices. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you ten minutes. I'll give you ten prime shirts. We'll give you ten minutes out of every four episodes where you could be interviewed and promote yeah. your brand. Right, right. Well, yeah, coach, but what about the cash? Oh right, no, right. we don't have well, any of that now. But time is money, young man. Yeah, yeah. Time oh, no, is money. He'll sell and that's him. why I'm giving you ten minutes yeah. on my show. Don't you want to be on my show? Just like when he was, you know, when he was doing the preacher game. Um or Prime Academy or any of the other nonsensical. Yeah. Anyhow, so we'll see. But but if you want to know about the money, it's five, five five no, five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. Right here. I'm a And a chance to expand your brand. That's right. But I don't, I don't, what I don't begrudge is obviously looking at your own roster and saying, we don't have quality players here. Anybody that's going to be second, third string, somebody in a rotation, special teams that's at Florida State, Florida, Miami, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, any other school in the country not named Colorado, I'll take them. Because the, that roster was the pits of the earth. So you got to kind of do that. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, we had to to a degree. They have to to a much larger degree, much larger degree. You need them in. Oh. The, you need them by the dozen. Oh, buddy, it's um, it's really remarkable. If we're, if we're having a different discussion about Colorado and not Dion, 
We're just talking about programs and how far they've fallen and how quickly can they get how back. How quickly they can get back and the path and all that. It is remarkable to think about how far. I mean, because I'm 51. I remember Colorado winning, splitting a national championship. I remember that program going toe-to-toe for eh, a short period of time with Nebraska. I remember them mattering. And when you look at that roster, holy moly, it is hard to fathom how bad a football team they've become, how bad a program they've become, and the task at hand for him. It's un, it's un, I don't think he'll succeed. I think it's I think it's too big a mountain to climb. But if he's going to, yeah. he's gonna have to early, Tom. Well, it wouldn't be this year. No, no, of course but not. Success no, they can't this win year. This he year, could but... brand three or four wins as a rousing success this year. Huge success. Yeah. If they win three games, that the Colorado fan base should be happy. I just there's no downside for him. I don't think there's a risk unless he makes some sort of faux pas in front of the camera, but he is keenly aware of all times that the camera is on. It usually always is. But there's really no downside here. If it doesn't work for Dion at Colorado, it was it was too far gone. It was too big of a mess. He could spin it and he could move on to the next gig, whatever it is, maybe lower, but then succeed there and then give it another shot. Like I, I don't think this ends it if it's a if it's an abject failure. Uh, Unless there's no, there's got to be scandal to go with. Well, it. there's got to be scandal. Probably to go with will it. Uh, always is. Uh, I would say. I don't know that he'll ever get another big-time gig if he fails there. Now, one thing I would say, at least on the, in the coaching ranks, one thing I will say is what I've never understood, we, we first guessed this, the thought was he had a chance to go to either USF or Colorado. Yeah. USF, Prime. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the job. You, you know how much talent there is in the Tampa? Well, first of all, the state of Florida, but Tampa and the reputation of USF is much, much greater. Yeah, he would know, too. Oh, he does know. know. Yeah, and he has connections with people in the state. I mean, well, come on. How many years was he a part of the UA All-American game right. as a guest instructor and a coach? And that was met with rousing you know, it reviews, made, rave reviews. It, I mean, it blew me away. I couldn't believe that he took the Colorado job. I know he wanted to be a Power 5 coach, and yeah. I guess that was ego. Like temporarily but, Power 5. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. USF but, is not any good, but they are a vastly superior program and have been for some time to Colorado. But again, win three or four games this year, and you have your launching pad for your pitch for the 2024 class. You don't have to do much. Mm. You win, let's say you yeah, win I, I get, three games yeah. and you're competitive with yeah. TCU in week one, and it goes in the fourth quarter. Like, how about this, folks? It's 24 to 21 in the fourth quarter with TCU and Colorado. Like, mission accomplished. Now, you have to pay it off at some point, but if you're trying to make a pitch, a compelling one, and he's already very good at that, very successful at that. Well, he's a PR guy, yeah. Right. All you need is three or four. That's it. So the bar's not terribly high, and a guy like McClendon is going to help you get there. A, high, a guy like Brendan Gant's going to help you get there. And if he takes any, like, let's just say he took all of the guys that left Florida State. Let's just say he did, you know, the McClains and Treshawn Wards, all these guys. Yeah, you might be able to put together a 3-4 win campaign yeah, with you the guys maybe, that we run off now. You could maybe do that. Uh, by the way, they open with TCU, as you said, September the 2nd. Uh, the next week they play Nebraska. Then they play Colorado State. Then they go to Oregon. Ooh. Yeah, it gets, it gets. I shudder to think the score of that game. Difficult as the season goes on, I think it gets worse and worse. 
after they have Oregon, they go play Southern Cal. Yeah. Hmm. Name your score game there. Uh, then they're on the road at Arizona State. They host Stanford, so maybe they're on the road at UCLA, who's playing a lot better these days. They're home to Oregon State, home to Arizona. Hmm. On the road at Washington State. Ooh, they end the year at Utah. Yeah. They might lose by 100. So it, it's September. You got to get a couple of those wins in September. It's that stretch of uh, well, it's Nebraska, it's, Colorado State, right? Yeah, Nebraska's further along. I they got to beat Colorado State, Stanford. I, do you, I don't see another win. You yeah three or four and you can hold a parade four, four. you sh- you should be held and, on high if they get four but don't worry he'll do it himself oh. <laughs> this was our conversation about Duke Cooper's departure we had this earlier today actually just before the start of the show so uh, here's what we said about that he's uh, he's gone he's hit the transfer portal uh, I you know this is an interesting one and it's going to sound crass of me Tom but I don't care he mm. wasn't very good. And um, his play at the end of his freshman year gave us so much hope, and then we were left bereft of hope, as I like to say, because he was terrible last year. Really couldn't even hardly play him, and I don't think he was adapting well to being a safety. He's a backup safety, by the way, Uh, and it doesn't appear that he wants to play safety, which would maybe fuel the reason for why he's entered the portal. Again, that's not like being ruthlessly cold or uncaring to the kid as a person, but I'm just, well, maybe, but I'm just talking about, I put on a GM hat yep. when I look at our roster, Florida State's roster, and I remove personalities and nice interactions, bad interactions, whatever they might be that either I've had personally or we've had in the media with a player, and I just think, how does this player aid Florida State's effort to win a national championship? And the answer in this case is very little, very little. Florida State will not miss Duke Cooper at all. So that's my assessment of it. Yeah. There are plenty of people who might disagree. I wish the young man well, but suffice to say, we certainly have to address it. And um, I think I think the only way to talk, you know, expound maybe further on this is to say it's just disappointing that he was not able to transition and take the next step uh, that was certainly something that we thought possible at the end of his freshman year. Yeah, the first thing I'd say is he would have been a long shot to be a big-time player for you in the secondary at this point. If he was, it, it could have been something very good very quickly. It, it just didn't take off in spring. Like The adjustment period, it wasn't plug-and-play, he's an answer, here's the immediate solution. He did have a skill set that you really wanted to harness and use, but if his heart is not in a move to safety, and he didn't take to it all that well uh, compared to the competition in spring, then, yeah, you could see easily this is probably the best path a best path for both parties. Uh, the question I would have is, though, his position coach. Did his new position coach, new defensive backs coach for Florida State, Patrick Sertan, come in and say, not going to work? You know, was it a different voice in the room that helped usher this move along? Or was it just apparent by play and by things that had nothing to do with the change at that position coach uh, deal on the defensive side of the ball. Because sometimes these things are new coach, new eyes, not going to work for me, not my type of player. And so therefore it speeds up the process. 
Uh, but it could just be coincidental that you have a new set of eyes and this move comes right behind it. Yeah, when you think about uh, guys that are coming into the program or just arrived in the program and whose futures are pretty bright, uh, K.J. Kirkland comes to mind, Tom. Um, and, you know, you think about a kid who's a backup to Akeem Dent, um, you know, Shaheem Brown and, and Travis J. and K.J. Kirkland. And I don't know, I just think big picture, Duke Cooper, who, as you said, I don't think his heart was in the move, uh, really was going to factor in those position battles. And so at some point, yeah, you just you move it on down the road. If he's unhappy, it's not transitioning well, new coach comes in, doesn't see the fire, doesn't see the focus, doesn't see the production, decides, you know, we could probably move along here. Uh, Florida State, we'll see. Uh, are they contenders to bring in somebody in the portal? Uh, now you have a freed-up spot. You, you might still be. We thought they might go out and get somebody in the portal at the position anyhow, um, partly because Duke Cooper wasn't transitioning at all. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's it's one of the reasons. You're also not solidified with your star other starter there. I get that. Shaheen Brown needed to be more consistent in the spring to allay fears about the position. But I do believe Shaheen Brown is going to continue to get better and have a good year. That's just me personally. I think he kind of played through some things in the spring. But – you know, you, you may need another guy here now, and 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 we thought they might go that route in the portal anyhow. Yeah, a couple of things there. Number one, the move seems strange on its face, and uh, we learned about it on the Jeff Cameron show uh, when Adam Fuller appeared and talked about the move in February. Might have been maybe early March. But at any rate, that's the moment we realized it, and it was a huh kind of moment because Akeem Dent had already announced he's coming back. Shaheem Brown was already tabbed in the same interview by Adam Fuller as a primetime player one of the better players in the country in the eyes of the defensive coordinator. So you're telling me that this guy's going to come in with like a 79th year senior and a kid that Adam Fuller has circled as an impact player at safety. So he's a long shot to win a starting job. You know, that that's how it felt to me. The other thing I'd say, just as it pertains to what's next for Florida State, are you sure you want to put all your eggs in the Shaheen Brown basket? I know what the payoff could be. I know what his athleticism suggests he could be. But the consistency factor, what you're talking about, I don't think it's as locked and loaded as Jamie Robinson returning last year was. Of I course don't. not. No, agreed. So I think in short, and you've already said it, but I think in short, this fortifies the need to go into the portal and find a veteran solution at safety. You have some guys that are coming down the pike in a Kirkland. I thought Quindarius Jones was excellent in camp, but he might profile more as a corner than a safety. We'll see. Uh, but you have some younger guys that could be the answer in the next year or two, but I think this now fortifies the need. If you were doing and arguing before about defensive end or linebacker or safety in the portal, I think safety now climbs up another notch, maybe to the top and saying that's the priority position for the collectives. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, down the line a Conrad Hussey or somebody like that is going to, you know, he's six foot, six foot one, almost 200 pounds already, what he's going to be. I don't, I don't know either, but there's a lot of excitement about some of these guys coming down the pike and their ability to maybe do both. Uh, certainly we all feel that way with Kirkland um, who hell, you know, at some point, maybe a linebacker, his body type is so broad and uh, in, in, in the added weight he can put on. I, I think you're right. I think we're going to see them go get a safety. I think they'll look at linebacker. Nothing's really changed here as we continue to do this day to day and monitor the portal, the comings and goings of players what influences Florida State's needs, obviously. 
but I think we we went into this right fresh off of spring saying, well, they need probably a defensive end. They probably need a safety. Probably maybe you want to find a linebacker, certainly. Talk about, I don't think that's really changed. So it'll be interesting over the next few days to see what they do. Uh, yes, this may have expedited that process, though. Correct. And just for you know clarity's sake, for those of you that might be new to the transfer portal discussion, there is a period of time in which you can enter your name, and that is closing. That is closing rapidly. Unless you're going to finish with your degree in a month at a different institution, this is kind of it if you want to be in the portal. But that doesn't mean that Florida State has to make their decisions by the end of this window. They could have all summer to take a look at the potential candidates and then go make a play for them. So the, the deadline is for the player, not the institution coming up here in a few days. That's just an important thing to remember that if you're worrying and panicking on Monday, they didn't get an answer. It's it's not like that at all. For the university and for the program, they've got time to assess their needs. I just think I'll reiterate one more time that because of this move, it only underscores that safety is that much more important. We already knew it was a position we should target. I think it now becomes the top position you should target. Yeah, and Florida State might very well be seeking the aid of a grad transfer when this is all said and done. It would not be shocking at all. A one-off that is a win-win situation for both parties, a plug-and-play guy that has proven it at the Power 5 level but wants to finish off somewhere maybe elevated like Florida State to end out their career, or maybe they're just – not seeing the kind of time they want to see uh, in the rotation somewhere else, but you know you've got film on them. You've seen them play big-time college football. In fact, I think that's probably the route they go at a position like safety is some sort of grad transfer that you could grab before this is all said and done. So uh, a pertinent point you just made there, Tom, it's not the deadline for Florida State's football program. Right. It is for the player, however. All right, don't forget, like and subscribe, warchant.com, Warchant TV. You'll want to be notified anytime that little bell rings and says, hey, man, there's some news going down. Let's watch a video of it. We got you covered always. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply what's up guys our next partner that you're going to hear from is athletic greens you've heard me talk about athletic greens in the past happy to talk about them again i take athletic greens every day and I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens, and uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way. If that's important to you, 
It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. Libations Friday rolling on. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Somebody asked during the break, um, and I think via email here, that um, they want to know how many more players. Now, we've already addressed Micah, and we talked about – I don't think we're going to run the Bishop Thomas interview uh, – not interview, uh, conversation, Tom. Uh, we, I mean, really, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but – that's a real no impact on Florida State whatsoever. It's just it's it's a note that Bishop Thomas is no longer on the roster. If you want to see that, go to Warchant.com. Go to Warchant TV. You can find the video. Tom and I talked about it earlier today. My thought was he's one of the guys that I would have asked to leave, um, and and I think there are other guys that I'd still ask to leave. I'd try to find more room here. Um, I think there's some other players that are never going to play. Now, yeah, you got to be tasteful. Uh, I'm not. If a kid's working hard, going to class, doing everything he's supposed to do, and he's just not good enough, I'd be brutally honest with him, letting him know that he's never going to see the field. Um, there's very little chance for him to play. And if he says, "I love it here, coach. I've always wanted to be a Noel. I'll continue to show up at practice and meetings, do everything I can to prove you wrong." Okay, okay, young man, you do that. I'm proud of you. That's fine. That, that, that I that's there's nothing. That's it's not his fault. Somebody else brought him in, or we or, brought him in, or, and yeah, yeah, this coaching staff yeah, did, maybe whatever yeah. it might be, right? That's on us. So there's only so much you can do. Being honest is first and foremost. The thing about the Pittman deal, just to rehash it for a moment, is if he indeed follows through, fair to say at this point we expect him to. We think move so. on. Yeah, that would be a bit of a needle mover in terms of the money that you could then reinvest somewhere else i look at this very much like a dollars and cents situation of how much money was bishop thomas worth to the collectives probably not much omarion cooper that might be a, a decent amount mcclendon probably a decent amount right Malik mclean all right if michael Pittman was to go it's not nothing that you're getting back and, and able to use yep within whatever purpose yep. whatever budget that they have whatever it is i'm sure they're trying to stick to the dollars and cents of their budget Every dollar that you get back to be able to reinvest in somebody else is very useful. It is an asset to you. This is the year that we're trying to make it all happen. So go get you a grad transfer. If they put their name in next month, whenever it is, you've got more dollars. But we're waiting for Pittman to make that move. And if if and when he does, that gives you a chance to go after maybe a little higher class of a prospect. 
yeah, I'm excited about the possibility of going out and getting, uh, it, and I don't know that it'll happen. A lot of things have to line up, as you say, but you got a chance to bring in an impactful linebacker or safety, somebody who's yep. played at a high level with the newfound funds, if you will, then all right, that's a good thing. That's a, that's a affects your team this year kind of thing. Um, we know, and we've talked about quite a bit, that this is a year where you do need to make hay. I mean, you're going to have, you have a veteran leading club with a loaded offensive line, deep backfield, superstar at quarterback. You got what you need to win a lot of games. Got to cash it in. And if you have an opportunity to seriously upgrade a segment group like linebacker or safety or even defensive end, you got to do it. Haven't had this conversation with people in the know specifically in this way. But if you looked at it like it was an NFL salary cap and cap room deal from year to year, you go to capfriendly.com. If you're a hockey fan, there's a there's a football one, too. I forget what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the cap.com. Oh, yeah, I think, I think it's what it is, yeah. If you look at our usage this year, it is what it is. I'm sure it's close to 100%, the roster retention being what it was this offseason. Next year, you're going to have a lot of room under the cap. You think about <laughs> all these big names that are going. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Trey, Jared Verse. Love it, Bethune, Johnny Wilson. I mean, that's a lot of big-time players that are going to be moving on to the next level, next part of their career, next phase. We're going to have a lot of stuff to play with, a lot of dollars and cents. You don't even have to say potato chips anymore. We're going to have a lot of money to play with this offseason to go remake the roster on the fly with the high school players that we've brought in already and are developing. Luckily, and again, I think you want to build to this place, luckily... um, You've, you've done a better job in the high school ranks. You, We think you're going to continue to do a better job in the high school ranks. You'd like to build the core of your roster, not through the portal, but rather through the high school ranks. Not saying you can't continue to utilize the portal. You have to. But if you have a, a deeper base of players that you brought in developed over time, when guys do move on, like you're talking about, you have a guy waiting in the wings who's been in the system, who's learned from that coach, who understands the playbook, and is ready to take his next step and not having to go out there fishing against everybody else in the portal for a one-off or a two-year rental um, would be ideal. We, that's where we want to graduate to, get to. And, I, and I, they have a real good chance this year with a, with a bang-up class, I think, coming in. Yeah, continue to do on the field what it looks like we're going to do and, and pay it off. This has got a shot to be a, a top-five class. I mean, that's, that's me, the non-recruiting expert, just looking at the way it's shaping up now some of the kids that have us as finalists or top threes that are still visiting us. You already made the move of getting a five-star consensus tight end from Georgia to flip back to Florida State. You're in on a safety, a corner, some more rush ends, more receivers. And as you continue mm-hmm. to win, it's just going to grow. These, It's going to be contagious. Uh, Chrome and Hawk shut it down. Camp Davis, I believe, has shut it down. but I, I forget. Yeah, no, I think you're right about that, yeah. Yeah, man, this has got the chance. You know, the, some of those recruiting visit weekends, we talk about those, and you know, it used to be kind of a punchline. It's like, well, who's coming here just for the free trip in the last few seasons? Yeah, and now yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. All right, who's going to be here for the Miami weekend? Because when we play Miami in November, if we're in the top five and we're eyeing an ACC championship game berth and perhaps a playoff berth, you bring all those kids here together for that atmosphere, dude. You're going to get some more yeses that you didn't expect to get as long as you win between now and then, man. I uh, I wonder what it's all going to look like. I like We've gotten to a place where because what happened with Travis Hunter happened with Travis Hunter, B. 
because NIL exists, people can openly, it takes one guy that somebody falls in love with at another program and a, you know, irrational but rich booster and you lose a top flight recruit. It happens just like that. So recruiting's now, and even roster retention and all that is is now sort of a day-by-day, wait-and-see, hold-your-breath kind of deal for fans. Um, as we begin to win 10 games last year, minimum we hope 10 this year, now you're stringing together these seasons that you're talking about. Will your, I don't know, we never shared, you and I never had a love for recruiting. We had an understanding of the importance of recruiting, but yeah. we didn't have a passion for it. There are people who are recruiting that love it. No, oh, man, I stepped on the field for one junior day to cover it. And that was enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but but no. what I'll say is I wonder if our curiosity or enthusiasm around big gets will ever come back. Because there's always the caveat. There's always the other shoe to drop. There's always that, well, doesn't mean anything. Like, we just had the number one tight in the country decommit from Georgia and say he's coming to Florida State. It's a very big deal. Georgia churns out tight ends. I mean, NFL tight backup tight ends at Georgia go to the league in the first or second round. And you got a guy that they were really excited to have. And now, for now, and again, I just did it. For now, you got him verbally committed to Florida State. And it's at a position that I was for years wanting us to get better at. We've now done a good job of filling some of those holes. But I don't know that I felt that much other than, all right. Good for us. I mean, I couldn't even really get excited. And I wonder if winning a bunch of games will change that. And the reason I say that is those kids, it seems to me, would be less apt to want to walk away from a prominent, annually successful program. Yeah, agreed. And I'll poke a little bit of fun at my Major League Baseball team. You don't want to be the Mets. In general, you don't. But you don't want to be the Mets (laughs) of the last two years that have been in first place for 90-plus percent of the season. And then... And then the they're pieces. not. Yeah. And then they don't win the division. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to win 101 games and lose the tiebreaker. And that's what it feels like when you lose to a competitive program like a Georgia at the 11th hour. And they got to be prepared for that. What's the 11th hour price of this kid going to be? Yeah. And will it be more expensive or less expensive because we're successful as a program? Well, that's a tough question to answer because you're now swimming in the waters of a Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State at that yeah, point. Right. And, man, that's where you want to be. But it is going to require a lot more. And that's why if Ingram were sitting here, he'd say, that's why you sign up and join the battles in right now. <laughs> Many tears for those that want to support the moment that Florida State has to go to battle with the likes of Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. Every dollar helps. It's that's how it's 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 true. It's how it needs to work. And, and I just wonder, I wonder if he would answer it on the record. If, if he was going to, he would do it for you. But do you have an emergency fund for the last 48 hours of recruiting? Because you're going to get a kid that you fully expected to be in and locked in to come back and say, well, what can you do for me now? I know we all said that we're going to get here. Mm. Well, what kind of cherry on top can you make for me? Because in Athens, they're saying this. Or in Tuscaloosa, oh, they're saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. you got to have a budget for that, I would think. That's a toughie. Jeff Cameron, Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. With the Friday music. I think we got 17. <laughs> 43 minute mark. That's good. A little 13 minute action. Well, this is kind of good. This works well. There's no doubt that buying a home can feel overwhelming, especially if it's your first home. You're worried about location, school zones, square footage, inspections, insurance, loan approvals, interest rates, and of course, the price. Buying a home can be the most significant investment you've ever made. There's good news. We got friends to help you out with that. It's our friends at Legendary Home Loans. They're on your side. They're in your corner. They're going to bat for you. What other cliche could I work in there? Shannon Young from Legendary Home Loans can help first-time home buyers get up to $25,000. Now, that's serious for your down payment. For first responders, veterans, teachers, military, and healthcare workers, and that's not all. Shannon is an expert in navigating the home loan terrain, and you can trust that he's going to get the most competitive interest rates for you, guide you through the process every step of the way. He'll also get your closing costs reduced. It's the Hometown Heroes Program at Legendary Home Loans. Give him a call today, 844-FSU-LOAN. That is 844-FSU-LOAN. Go to fsuhomeloans.com and ask for Shannon Young. I did some improvising there. It was very good. I would have never known. I cracked up laughing last night. Um, the Alabama uh, defensive end, stud, Will Anderson. Did you see his interview? When he, oh, you weren't watching early. No, early it wasn't. Yeah. So you did see later on how all the kids, all the guys that got drafted, they would walk, put the hat on, yeah, put the hat on, the two-way yeah. mirror. And that then, building that they're walking from, beautiful, stunning train station, Kansas City. It's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. They did a great job. The setting was fantastic. Yeah. But they have, this thing is so orchestrated now, um, you know, the whole thing. And everybody is set where they're supposed to be, and the cameras are all set. And then, of course, they all uh, go speak to my girl uh, from ESPN there afterwards. You watched the ESPN version. I did. I did. I did. Well, I went back and forth. But I was. Sorry, Melissa Stark was doing the interviews for NFL Network. She's also solid. Yeah. Um, Great interviewer. But I went back and forth. I went back and forth, uh, and and well, of course, was watching the hockey, watching the bolts, and um, and so I was more interested in the in the bolts than I was the draft. But the, they're both important. So I had the laptop up and I had the iPad going, and then I also put on Boston taking care of Atlanta as they should have, and the bum uh, Trey Young went one of thirteen in the second half when they really needed him, and now they're home. 
So there that was. Now, I was doing all that stuff, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I noticed uh, in the interviews, they, you know, the question that would get asked is, how do you think you're going to fit there? What is it you think they saw in you? Those kinds of questions. <laughs> he was awesome. It made me love him instantly. He, he was very modest in the beginning. And he said, you know, I just want to thank my family and everybody helped me get to this place. You know, this is a dream come true. I want to thank Alabama. And he's like giving credit to all the other people. And then uh, she asks, uh, what is it you think uh, they, that they saw in you to, to make this pick here? And he goes, well, they just saw how truly special I am. <laughs> yes, I loved it. My wife and I both cracked up. I was like, that's like the listeners of the Jeff Cameron show. They know. They can see how truly special I am. What are you going to do? Sometimes you just have to say it. You just don't find talent like that, you know? A lot of guys can kind of put together a show, but it's not the same. Will Anderson's like, I just want you to know they saw how truly special I am. (laughs) I'm rooting for that guy from here on out. What do you want me to say? It was so, yeah. It was fantastic. As soon as he said it, I was like, that is awesome. He meant it, and it somehow didn't come across that arrogant. It didn't. I was like, eh, you know, what do you do? You were just picked top five. <laughs> probably the best player in the draft. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. You're special. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And you know it. Yeah. You never say it, but you know it. And you were asked a direct question. Yeah. That's a direct answer. That Vince video. Thank you very special. Yeah, very special. <laughs> uh, yeah, it made it was good. It was fantastic. That part was fantastic. Most of the guys. Listen, one of the um, one of the things that I love is like when they interview players, you really get a sense of not only maybe who they are, at least in terms of their background or their. Uh, mental toughness or or whatever it is you're looking into, like the fiery competitor and all that other stuff. Some of the guys you're like, oh, my God, this is overwhelming. You can tell this guy has been through a lot. Like, he just let his guard down. And that's why people cry at these things all the time. You sense it. You know, the over-under on people crying watching the draft has to be like four and a half every year, four and a half times. I mean, there's always a story that, no, I don't care what kind of cynic you are, you're going to go, holy moly, that's incredible. This guy's dad was shot two years ago. He clutched his jersey in his hand and swore he'd get drafted number one. Look at this. You know, these stories are insane. So some of the times you're watching it and you're just, you're kind of blown away. You get blindsided. But other times you get a glimpse in a kid's competitive fire. Like, you go, oh, I didn't know. You know, you're not on my favorite team. I didn't hear you interviewed after games. Now I see you got some what for to you. You got a chip on the show. I love that if it's your guy. It feels like the receiver group from this year's NFL draft is going to be the one that ages the best. If you're going outside of that, you know, Will Anderson top 10 defensive player group, there's the run on the receivers towards the end of the first round. Uh, Zay Flowers is one of those that goes. Addison is another one. Right. The kid from TCU. Zay Flowers is a good football player. And when you're talking about checking extra boxes, The fact that he stayed at Boston College was actually quite impressive. In the era of NIL, he could have commanded an awful lot of money on the open market for Power 5. Very impressive. But those guys, I think Addison's going to be a good player, too. That was a win. It's a a sexy and shiny pick, but that's a win for Minnesota that he he gets to play with Justin Jefferson as a rookie. That's Doesn't suck. That'll work. 
really talented player, pros pro, works hard, runs great routes, <laughs> and is is gifted. Yeah. I would um I would submit to you, Tom, that I think moving forward, we're gonna look at certain players who stay at certain programs in particular for the full allotment of time whether that's three years and then they needed to come out because they're a top 10 pick or four years because they weren't quite ready. If you stay all four or all three, whatever the time slot is, at a place like BC or Wake or whatever. Hell, even Pitt if Addison had stayed. Yeah. So, I don't know. That might be seen at some point as a check, as a plus, as a guy who's loyal, who's, you know, a man of his word. Who knows? Again, not begrudging certain kids, certain situations, leaving, taking it on down the road. Coaches come and go all the time. We get all that. I'm just saying it It might. I mean, further removed we get from the beginning of this, we're going to go, hey, man. And by the way, that kid was offered a ton of money to leave Duke and go to Alabama and turned it down because he said he made a commitment to that coach. You're like, oh, don't know what that's worth. Well, that's it's the part question. of an overall character assessment. I believe that's the question. That it's It's different. The answer is different for everybody. Is fifty grand to change your destination, your current situation, enough if you know that you're going to go pro at the NFL level? Is it a hundred? Is it one hundred and fifty? Everybody's situation two? is indeed different. But I'll bet you, for most of the kids, fifty probably isn't enough. If you're really happy where you are, and you know, like Zay Flowers did, that you're going to be one of the top five receivers off the board, yeah, you is know, is fifty it really going to make the difference if you got insurance policy and all that kind of stuff? Mm. Probably not. But whatever the number was, Jordan Addison, they hit that number. Well, and I think that might have been in the range of a million dollars. So, that's everybody's number. Congratulations. <laughs> Most are moving on. You got smoked by Utah. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> there, there it is. That's okay. Money well spent. Well, and for him, he'd say, yes, and even if I hadn't been drafted, I'm off to a good start. So, I took that Oh, money. not him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's saying USC. There USC. Yep. Very efficient use. Our friends at Power Mill want to help your little guy or gal out if they're playing softball or baseball. They can do just that. Power Mill has helped 27 of their alumni that have made it to the majors, 45 years of teaching experience, 2,000 alumni from Power Mill, programs for every type of player, whether that is softball or baseball. they got camps coming up here over the summer, so you're going to want to check them out. Power Mill Training Academy. You want to learn more, go to the website, powermillsports.com. Very, very good at getting the most out of your child's ability, and that makes it fun to play the game. So no matter what you aspire to, you may want to give Power Mill a good look. If you would, cue it up. It's time. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Royals, Twins, Jordan Lyles, Pablo Lopez, Orioles, Tigers, Grayson Rodriguez against Eduardo Rodriguez. Cubs, Marlins, Marcus Stroman. Jesus Lazardo. That's my guy. Pirates Nets. That'd be Chad Cool pitching for the Nationals. He used to pitch for the Pirates and he sucks. Currently 0-1 with a 7-3-6. Buckles will throw Rich Hill, who's on fire. There you go. You guys are dodging gray and gore. Mm. You're in business. Mariners Blue Jays, Luis Castillo, Alec Manoa. Guardians Red Sox, Shane Bieber, Nick Pavetta. Braves, Mets, Max Freed, David Peterson. That's a mismatch. Mm. Bend over. Rays, White Sox. Zach Eflin, Lucas Giolito. Yankees, Rangers, Clark Schmidt. 
Jacob deGrom, I take it to beer. Schmidt. Billy's Astros, Aaron Nola, Fromber Valdez. Angels Brewers, Tyler Anderson, Anderson. Wade Miley, we've got the D-backs and the Rockies, Merrill Kelly, Kyle Freeland. Reds A's, Luis Sessa, TBD for the A's, who are 5-21. and 21. My God. Cardinals Dodgers, Jack Flaherty, only Flaherty, Dustin May. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the ball. I do laugh every time I see him floating about. He's just so happy, man. When you go to Pensacola, uh, not Pensacola. Sorry, somebody just, Ryan wrote Pensacola. When you go to, uh, you don't see those otters in Pensacola. But you, you do see those otters all over San Francisco. It's great. When you're, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah cool. They're everywhere. They're great. Cutie pies. Floating around. And when they got... When they got little ones on them, they're just sitting there on their chest, like yeah, they float about. Strange personalities, but they're never not interesting to watch. What did Briley ask earlier before we could go? He said he wanted some sort of positive affirmation for the weekend. What was it, Briley? What did I miss? What did I miss? I'm searching for your. I didn't, I didn't get to it, Briley. Well, listeners need a little positivity for the weekend. Give us the positives for 2023 with no caveats, please, and thank you. Oh, In 40 seconds. <laughs> Give us the positives? Florida State's going to be really good and has a chance to win the ACC, a really good chance to win the ACC, as in I'm leaning towards I think they win the ACC. There you go. No caveats. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Peace. Jackpot now.